0: the Bible. It's the Word of God, sharper than any two-edged sword. This sacred book is living and active and contains all that's needed for life and godliness. Stay with American Family Radio for the next hour as we study God's Word and take your Bible questions. Welcome to Exploring the Word.
1: The Apostle Paul would use his Roman citizenship when he needed it. And uh, at Philippi, when he was needing to get out of town, he shared with others uh, his roman citizenship and people jumped and said we need to do this right and so yes uh, god chose him and he used what he had this is bert harper and today we have sitting in for dr alex mcfarland dr jim stanley
0: well, I'm not sure about the doctor. Oh, part.
1: oh, okay. I just, uh, that I rolled, rolled off my a, tongue.
0: Yeah, and I didn't stay in a Holiday Inn Express last <laughs> night, so that's not going to help my yeah, knowledge base yeah. either. But hey. it is my privilege to be in for Alex.
1: Today. Hey, Jim, it's always good to have you. I, you know I enjoy it. Yes, sir. And uh, so Jim and I, fast friends and we enjoy talking together, praying together, and doing exploring the word together. Amen. So it's a joy. Had but, the opportunity
0: to see Miss Jan yesterday afternoon. Yeah, I was headed out; she was coming in, and yeah. we chatted
1: for a few minutes. Good to see her out and about. Well, let me tell you what that was about. We were, we well, were. I hey, wasn't going to pry. No, but, this <laughs> is good. We were recording our promotion for the fishbowl conference that oh, we're going okay. to have our fishbowl retreat yeah people have been asking and we've been working on it and they can go to repairingthefoundations.net and register how they, about that see that was Perfect. the next yeah, yeah man the lord works through fools man what can i say <laughs> well you can go to repairing the foundations and up at the top you'll see fishbowl retreat click that on And you can register there. Or if you want to call in and talk to someone personally, 662-844-5036. That's 662-844-5036, extension 297. And you can register that way as well. All right. Shannon and I will be there. Ed Vitagliano will be there. And J.J. Jasper, we're going to have a... Pickwick Landing State Park. Oh, wow, nice. That's a beautiful place. It is, right on the Tennessee River, just not far from Savannah, Tennessee. And uh, they've got some amenities there. I have a hard time saying that. Anemities? Yes, what you said. And uh, Amenities.
0: There we go. Yeah, we'll get it out. Like you
1: said. And uh, so it's a great place. We're looking for it. The date, by the way, October the 19th to the 21st. Right. And uh, they told me. Wait, wait, when's that date? October the nineteenth through the twenty first,
0: and you
1: thought you and I were about to
0: have to have words. No, that's the week after Shareathon. after Shareathon. So. I got that, man. <laughs> we you and, know we we love our pastors. Don't get me we wrong, do, but and we
1: love the fishbowl <laughs> Retreat. But <laughs> that's right. Hey, the week before that is the AFA Retreat. It is. Uh, so we're gonna Bert. Bert's gonna be busy, man. So. uh and, and that's good. It keeps me out of trouble, Jim. Hey, I'm not even touching that. Well, well today know. we're in
0: Acts, the 17th chapter. And uh, it, what's really funny, and again, Bert and I didn't plan this, didn't, you know, the segue <laughs> about Jan and the fishbowl retreat. But we also both have our large print David Jeremiah edition Bibles in here with us. And so, uh, you know, we both used have, have used... Um, the new living translation and we enjoy that but you know it, it's just so neat to have so much in in God's word and then to have the trusted notes of someone like David Jeremiah you better now, believe it i'm not saying we're going to just use his notes but when he walked
1: in with his i just started laughing so <laughs> well uh, also Uh, It's large print, and I don't have to use my arms in and out, and that helps too, you know? So there's a lot of advantages to it. But yesterday, we were finishing up chapter 16. It won't take us long to do that and get to chapter 17. But they they had been arrested. They were released because of the earthquake and the chains, and the jailer and his family had been baptized. And then in verse 35, And when it was day, the magistrate sent the officers saying, let those men go so the keeper of the prison reported these words to Paul saying the magistrates have sent to let you go now therefore depart and go in peace but Paul now how you like yeah, that that's right and no, go in peace right Paul said not so fast right right and said to them they have beaten us openly uncondemned Romans and have thrown us into prison and now do they put us out? Secretively, no, indeed. Let them come themselves and get us out. Uh, Jim, Paul, kind of had a little bit of a stubborn streak. He
0: did. He was bold. He was authoritative, and the thing was, is he knew when to use his authority and when not to. And this, you know, we as Christians today, I think we have a problem using our godly authority in the way that we should now. I, you know, I haven't been put in jail for my faith. I haven't been beaten for my faith. And so, but Paul was in the unique situation that he could say, wait a minute, that's not how you treat a citizen of Rome. That's right. And so because of that, he held them to what the law was, not to, not just because he was being belligerent, but Paul understood the law. And I think that we have to understand not only our nation's laws, but also our laws in scripture as to what we do and don't do and how we do it in the name of
1: Christ. And, and so we're, that's what AFA does a lot. That's why we have the ministry that we have, the religious freedom that we really do promote that. Now, when, when we first started American Family Association, that wasn't an issue, but over the years, it has become an issue of religious freedom in American Family Association, American Family Radio mm-hmm. has stepped up to the plate to let f- folks know. And that's why the alerts go out sometimes about religious freedom and how you can uh, proclaim it and use it for God's glory and for our, and for the gospel being right. preached and proclaimed.
0: And here in, a, in, a, in 17, in a minute, we're going to see, we're going to talk about that authority again and the legalism again. And when we do, I've got a couple of uh, parallels I, I want to make. But right now, when we look at Paul again, some folks might say he's being belligerent. He's not. He simply understood his place as a, as a Roman citizen. Now, he was a Jew, but he was a Roman citizen, and he understood his place, and he understood what was to be expected and how they were expected to be treated. And so he wasn't just being belligerent or, or anything like that. He was saying, wait, they've done this to us openly. They're going to have to come and face us and release us
1: openly. He's leaving some believers behind, mm-hmm. and his doing this sets them in a better position to have their freedom there. Right. You, and so it wasn't just selfish on his part, as you said, or right. belligerent. It was for a purpose and a reason. And it says the officers told these words to the magistrates, and they were afraid when they heard that they were Romans and then they came and pleaded with them and brought them out and asked them to depart from the city. So they went out of the prison and entered the house of Lydia, and when they had seen the brethren, I love these last words, they encouraged them, and then they departed. Mm-hmm. That That's the heart of Apostle Paul. That's right. I mean, that's the reason he had made the second missionary journey. If you remember when they were leaving, he said to Barnabas, and then it was Silas, let's go back and encourage the churches That we established and planted on the first journey. And that was their plan until they got the Macedonian call, and the Macedonian call led them to Philippi. This is their first big stop on his missionary journey into Europe. And so from there, they go through and they come to another important city Thessalonica. Thessalonica. Uh, They, uh, you know, here it is. This is interesting. Church at Philippi, he writes a letter to. The mm-hmm. next important spot is Thessalonica. He writes two letters to. So Paul is really making headway, and again, this is his first journey into Europe, Jim. It was, and and I like, as we read
0: through this, Paul's not as well-received as he could have been in Thessalonia. But he didn't, you know, when when the disciples— uh, when they were doing their journeys and when they were going out and they were doing the ministry of Christ and Christ said, if they weren't received that they should shake the dust off of their robes. Isn't it good that, that Paul didn't give up on Thessalonica oh, man. that he, uh, he, he, uh, he took and he said, you know, these folks here, they're, they're worth a little bit more because they're hearing this gospel for the first time. And they have had this folk, these folks come in and cause trouble to disrupt the word. But I'm not going to
1: give up on him because he did find some believers, didn't he? He did. I, he went three straight Sabbaths to the synagogue. Mm-hmm. And again, talking about Jesus, sharing with them Jesus. I love the term in verse 2, as his custom was. Right. His custom, I, I call it his missionary strategy, was to go to the synagogue first when there was one. That's where some believers Would develop and come, and then explaining and demonstrating that Christ had to suffer. That's what he did. Right. And then he says, This Jesus, whom I preach to you, is the Christ. That's important. See, he's talking to Jews. The Christ is the Messiah. Right. And so he needed to convince them that Jesus was the Messiah. Now, later on, and I'm jumping ahead here not to go ahead and stay. Right. But when he gets to Athens, it's it's something different. Now he goes to synagogue, but in Athens, listen, he uh, it was more than convincing that Jesus was the Messiah. It was the very fact that there was one God, right? And Jesus was the Son of God. Yes, sir. And so your clientele, the people you're talking with, has something to do with your presentation, Jim. Well, oh, it absolutely does. I mean, you know, as we've
0: both been preachers and. If we go to different congregations, we we always preach the truth, but sometimes how we preach is is different. Exactly, you know. Um, and and the, there's not there's no duplicity there. It's just that some folks aren't ready for the hard word, so and and or the deep word, if you will. Some folks first have to be told who Christ is, what it means for Christ to have suffered and died the way he did what it means for Christ to have risen and now stands at the right hand of the father like he does before we can just go in and start giving, you know, doctrinal statement and doctrinal statement for some people they have to know who Christ was. You know, why was the virgin why is the virgin birth important? Why is a sinless life important? And now I'm not saying Paul did all of this, but we see that he's explaining who Jesus is, and he did it three Sundays in a row. Well, I say three Sundays. He did it three services in a row at the synagogue. And so he took time to lay that foundation. And as he was laying that foundation, there were people that were coming alongside and believing his word. And it says that uh, there in verse 3 where you just said, this Jesus whom I preach to you is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded And a great multitude of the devout Greeks and not a few of the leading women joined Paul and Silas. So the word was first presented as to the Jews. But while the Jews were there, the Greeks also heard the word and many of them. Notice how it said some of the Jews and many of the Gentiles. Yes, For the Gentiles, they didn't have as much to lose, if you will, as the Jewish people did. Because there, and still today, um, for some Jews to come to know Christ, their family disowns them. Yes, I know that.
1: Yes, and let me say this: these in a synagogue, and the further you got away from Judea, the more it would be. The synagogue would not just have Jews; it would have what they call mm God-fearers. These are the Gentiles. They had not become proselytes and become a Jew but they knew that there was a God and they needed to worship Him. These were ready to receive Christ quickly. Amen. And that's the reason you have many of ob- Hey, we're gonna come back, aren't we? We sure are. Exploring
0: the Word continues straight ahead on American Family Radio. This is Pause to Pray,
2: a chance each day to stop down from the daily noise of life and pray for our country's leaders.
1: Today, we pray for Mary Bowman, Acting Director and
0: Deputy Director of the Bureau of Economic Analysis. She works to expand the agency's statistical programs and to shape the highest priority research projects. Proverbs 11:14 reminds us of the importance of guidance. Where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. Right now, with this in mind, let's pray together. Almighty God, we ask you to guide Mary Bowman in her work with the BEA. We ask this in Jesus name. Amen.
1: Pause to Pray is a service of this station and the Presidential Prayer Team, a nonprofit, nonpartisan ministry dedicated to encouraging prayer for our nation's leaders. To learn more, go to pausetopray.org.
0: When we celebrate communion, we're proclaiming the Lord's death. Dr. Tony Evans says there's more to that declaration than most believers realize. He'll talk about the power and authority we find at the Lord's table as we spend two minutes with Tony.
2: Communion is not merely taking bread and drinking cup, it's sharing Christ's life. When you share Christ's life, you get to preach a sermon. To whom? You get to preach a sermon to the demons because it's the demons that are your problem because they got this competing table around the table you literally have permission to tell the demons and the devil to go to hell cuz that's their home in other words communion is the place of covenantal authority you won't get it in a sermon you won't get it in a song but you will get it at the Lord's table because he says there you get to proclaim my death what did my death do Colossians 2 15 it put the devil under your feet the reason he has more victory than he ought to have in our lives is we're not sharing Christ's life we have legal marriage without intimate relationship and he says the place you get that is at the table. So he says, as often as you do this, you proclaim to hell the victory of my death. If hell is telling you what to do, controlling your mind, your emotion, your health, your money, your attitude, your relationship, your action, he says, that's cause you don't take my table seriously. Tony gets
1: you fully equipped
0: to live a successful, productive Christian life in his CD series, The Spiritual Toolkit. Available online at Tonyevans.org. Check it out today. Then join us next time for two minutes with Tony.
2: Word of God
0: speak. Welcome back. You're listening to Exploring the Word on American Family Radio. I'm finding myself. Welcome back to Exploring the Word on American Family Radio. I'm Jim Stanley alongside Brother Bert Harper. Dr. Alex McFarland is away today. However, if you'd like to see some of the resources that are available from Dr. McFarland or if you'd like to know where he's going to be and when he's going to be there, more or less, you can visit (laughs) alexmcfarland.com, alexmcfarland.com. And the reason I say more or less is because Alex gets booked often. And not all the bookings necessarily make it to his page. But now, if you'd like to find out how to bring Alex to your community, you can do that at alexmcfarland.com. Now, Bert, you said repairing the foundations. Right. Plural. They, uh, they, the fishbowl retreat's coming up. Yes. And that's coming up in October. Correct. So, and by the way, folks, don't forget, October is Pastor Appreciation Month. And this is a chance for you to plan to appreciate your pastor. By sending them to the fishbowl, I can promise you one thing. They will leave blessed. They yeah. they will have some rest. They'll have some um, fellowship with other pastors. And,
1: and the, why fishbowl? Why is it called fishbowl? It's called fishbowl because if you've pastored, uh, you go to a store, and, uh, everybody looks to see what's in your cart, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. It, isn't that funny? It is. They're going to check the pastors or his wife's cart out seat. What do they, they'll watch, see what kind of car he's driving mm-hmm. has he washed it recently or whatever. And, uh, if five boys are running down the hall of the church, you know, <laughs> and one of them is the preacher's son, guess whose name gets called. The preacher's the son. The preacher's That's son. Now right. the reason is, I think people usually know the pastor's sons or daughters' names, and uh, but it is, it's a different life. I listen. I lived it forty years, and I loved it and enjoyed it. But also sometimes, you know, it just gets hard, and right. difficult. And so Jan and I started this ministry years ago, just on our own. But the first year, we knew. This was for young preachers and their wives when it first started. Now it's expanded to any age, you know. And when we first started it, though, I came to Brother Don Wilman, AFA founder, right. president, and told him about it. And he wrote a check and paid for the first one. And Amen. this is before AFA was connected, not knowing that later on I would come on board here and bring Fishbowl with me. And AFA has, we've. Put it together, and now we call it American Family Association Pastor and Wife Fishbowl Retreat. But it's like living in a fishbowl or glass house. We right. prefer fishbowl, and uh, it, it's kind of caught on. Folks like the fishbowl mentality. You let the,
0: you let the preacher's wife put a
1: bottle of cooking wine in the <laughs> buggy at the store. <laughs> <laughs> well, That'll I, get the attention. It will. So we would love for folks to come, and uh, we have, you said it, Jim. We're going to go away refreshed Mm -hmm. and renewed. And usually, uh, you know, because of the internet and social, you know, communication, friends that's from Pennsylvania and Oklahoma can become fast friends and communicate. And it's happened. So, Fishbowl, October the 19th through the 21st. And you can call. Okay, go to repairingthefoundations.net. And again, that's plural. If you don't use plural, you're just going to have to, you're going to learn to (laughs) fix your house. And uh, Repairing the Foundations, Fishbowl, Retreat at the Top, go to that link. You can register there or call 662-844-5036, extension 297. And it's just now open now, and it's going to be at Pickwick Landing State Park. Beautiful site. Amen. Beautiful accommodations. All right.
0: Acts 17th chapter, picking up at verse 5. Brother Bird, I'm going to read just a bit for a moment. Uh, but the Jews, who were not persuaded, becoming envious, took some of the evil men from the marketplace and gathering a mob, set all the city in an uproar and attacked the house of Jason. Uh, why they attacked the house of Jason is because that's where Paul and Silas and where they were, were staying. and sought to bring them out to the people. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some brethren to the rulers of the city, crying out, These who have turned the world upside down have come here too. Jason has harbored them, and these are all acting contrary to the decrees of Caesar, saying there is another king, Jesus. Now, Bert, this is where I wanted to take just a moment. Right now in America, we're not to this point, but it's coming. All we have to do is look to north of the border for Canada. Sorry, is that better? Okay. Okay. My producer was making hand gestures at me <laughs> to uh, adjust my mic a little. And so um, what happened north of the border, so far we've had at least two preachers who have been arrested after church and away from the church. Isn't that interesting? On that the highway. On the highway. That, and, they, and when they pulled them over, they pulled them over like they were armed robbers. Yes. And so what the people here in Acts are doing They're saying that Jason and uh, Paul and Silas, that they're committing acts of sedition uh, by saying that there is another king who is Jesus, not understanding that one is the king of our hearts and the other was the king of the the physical realm, if you will. Now, there's coming a time when Jesus is going to be king of all. Let's be very clear about that. But right here, you know, this is where we're headed. Just think about it. Right now, we have crowds who are crying out against the truth of the gospel. They are moving to make gospel hate speech. Not love speech, but hate speech. And so I think that we will see this time coming again soon when we will have some of these riots taking place to try and close the churches down just as they did here.
1: Jim, uh, I don't think you have to be a prophet in order to say that it's the handwriting kind of on the wall now what is the motivation look back in verse five becoming envious jealousy jealousy is that green-eyed monster it gets them and they surround themselves with evil men i love the king james version it says Men of the baser (laughs) sort. Right. Uh, Sometimes the King James just knocks the ball out of the park with the language they use, and that was one. In other words, they got these men. They didn't want to get their hands dirty, so they got some other men to do all of that stuff, but they were the source of it. Mm -hmm. Jesus, same thing when he was arrested. They sent those, the Sanhedrin, they sent those Temple guards out there to do it. Right. They arrange to have these false witnesses to come to testify against Jesus again. If if they treated Jesus that way, who are we to think it's not going to happen to us That's sometime? Right. And so I agree with that, but I do love that they turn the world upside down. They right. come here. I pray that the Lord would say that about us in our generation. Amen, Jim. It's really not upside down. It's really setting it right side up. It's getting your priorities straight, letting Jesus be Lord of your life and following him. He is king of kings and Lord of lords. He is that, Jim. So it's a different kingship, different kind of kingdom. Right. Because Jesus said, Pilate, my kingdom is not of this world. That's right. It is a kingdom, though, where he is on the throne amen and our prayer is he's on the throne of the lives of our listeners today that's right and if he's not on the throne of your life and you are knowing you're missing out on that divine vacuum that's in your heart you've tried to fill it with alcohol you've tried to fill it with with illicit sex you've tried to fill it with everything money and power it'll never be filled with anything of this world absolutely people can call triple eight need him uh, yes, sir. Our partners in That's ministry, Triple right. Eight, need him, and they'll help you.
0: They sure will. They'll they'll tell you who Christ is and, and how you can come to a uh, relationship, a saving relationship with Jesus. Amen. And so then it the, the goes on there in verse 8, And they troubled the crowd and rulers of the city when they heard these things. So when they had taken security from Jason and the rest, they let them go. So... They had to basically put up a bond to be released. I, I find it interesting that the scripture doesn't tell us what the bond, what the, the Security, settings of yeah. the bond were, you know, what was it, what did they have to say they would or wouldn't do, or what was the, what were they going to forfeit if they continued to do what they did or didn't do that they were being accused of? Right. I, I wish the scripture had done that, <laughs> but it hey, didn't.
1: That, uh People talk about what heaven's going to be like. Now, I, listen, we're going to oh, praise Jesus forever. But some of the things heaven's going to be for me, either to know these things or to be asked those things that's, one or the other. <laughs> uh, I, I still want to know some of those things. You well, know? And,
0: and, you know, I think that's one of the things that we look to, forward to. We do. To knowing as we are also known. So when we do get to heaven, all of those things that we wondered about, they won't matter nearly as much because we'll be with Jesus but isn't it interesting that we will know as we are also known? And because of that, some of these things, well, we'll look back at that and go, you know, that's what they did.
1: That's right. Hey, you know, we get uh, questions at the end of it. That's right. Who, who does the people who answer the questions go to for answers? That's right. And so uh, <laughs> guess what we're going to do? We're going to have to wait and find out what these days are. Hey, verse is it verse 10? Verse Listen 10. To this. Then the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night, Berea, how many times has this happened i i've heard this and i this is fun for me resumes you know right a, a, a pastor committee search committee wants to know the resume of the pastor they're looking at or who's coming wouldn't paul's look good he was <laughs> run out of, of i this made town. it in, i made it in thessalonica for a month <laughs> yeah and then they ran, they me ran out, of me out of town And uh, I've had to slip. They've let me down a basket to save my life. That's right. I've been in jail in (laughs) Philippi. You know,
0: wouldn't his resume shine? You know, I I bet he wouldn't make pastor at many churches nowadays. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. uh, I said that out loud. You did say it out loud. But what we just talked about there um, is that they, they sent them away by night. But just before that, it's interesting to note that Paul and Silas did not shake off the dust of that city that this is where i was talking about when paul believes that thessalonica deser- deserves another chance
1: good and so good he word, wrote Jim. him a letter good words, yeah. amen i love it hey verse uh then it says when they arrived they went into the synagogue of the jews and this is in berea this is one of my favorite uh churches you know Uh, Alex says this, Jim. He says, have you noticed how many churches are called Macedonia? Mm -hmm. How many churches are called Bethel? But Berea is one kind of not real common as those, but it does happen. Right. The the reason is, listen to this, these were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. They didn't dismiss it immediately. They heard it readily, and they said, "You know what? I'm not going to go by what I think. I'm not going to go by my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go by tradition. I'm going to search the scriptures to see what they're saying." Amen. Now, Jim, I want to just tell you, uh, I'd love to have a church that way. Uh, preacher gets up right. and preach, and they're they're turning their pages or. Flipping their phones and trying to find out what's going on, you know, right. and searching those things, take it home and say, man, that was good.
3: Uh,
0: you know, wouldn't it be good sometimes just to have a question and answer service, It is, you know, after you've preached a sermon and then you come back and say, okay, was there anything in the And, and not being snotty or anything like that, just was there anything in there that was unclear, yeah. you know, and just waiting because – Again, when we look at the crowd to whom we preach, we don't necessarily know what level everyone's at. Now, we wouldn't ever want to embarrass anyone. Don't misunderstand me. But somebody might say, well, what did you mean by that? What, did, you know, break that down for us. Now, the other part of that is we have to be willing not to watch the 12 o'clock come and go on the on the <laughs> clock in the church
1: and be anxious. Or the preacher get through real early. One of the, <laughs> hey. My first church that I pastored was a mission, Clark Street Mission. It's no longer. It was on the wrong side of the tracks, on a dead-end street. We had people there. Uh, we would have 80 people, and 50 of them would be children under mm. under 12 years old. I, right. I'm, jo- I'm not joking. It was that way. I learned to preach with that kind of plainness mm-hmm. and simplicity and uh, i hadn't gotten over it yet it's it really was a blessing i didn't know it was a blessing then man you talking about trying to preach when that many children and, and all the adults is kind of like children's church it was a lot like that but the adults there man they were eating it up but plain, making plain it plain gospel and and what i love to hear and i'll use adrian rogers nobody could go deeper but bring it on the lower shelf so everybody could feed off. Right, you who are teachers and preachers, make out a goal. Don't lessen the don't lessen the doctrine. Don't lessen the teaching. But bring it down on a shelf so that those little ones and they can get a hold of it as well.
0: You know, you say that I I was in a conversation earlier today uh, with a brother from another ministry, and we were talking about Adrian Rogers, and uh, that that's one of the things there. Uh, folk, we have a lot of folks
1: that don't realize Adrian's gone home to be with the 16 Lord. Sixteen years ago. Wow, I didn't know he was on Doctor Dobson's family talk. Uh huh. They ran there, and he's going to be on tomorrow morning too. They ran a sermon by Doctor Rogers, and and Doctor Dobson's talking about him. He's been gone sixteen years. Mm. I had not realized it had been that long. That that's been a minute. It has. Uh, listen, if you can listen to Adrian Rogers, uh I don't mean to. Talk about that. We talked about, uh, you know, right. David, Jeremiah. God's given us some good preachers. It really, I thank God for them.
0: It really has. Um, we, we're at verse 12. Therefore, many of them believed, and also not a few of the Greeks, prominent women as well as men. But when the Jews from Thessalon- Thessalonica learned that the word of God was preached by Paul <laughs> at Berea, they came there also and stirred up the crowds. Now, Bert, I do want to ask you a question. It may come up in a minute. Uh, women's place in the church. I find it interesting that in both of these passages thus far, it talks about having reached some of the prominent women in the community. Right. What makes
1: that so important? Well, if you remember, the first place they come into Europe is Philippi, mm-hmm. who was the leader of the Bible study group, Lydia, right. a woman. And then each place that they go, They are sharing that, and the women are saved, and they make note of it. Amen. Hey, hey, time's run out. That number. Oh, it has. Yeah, I didn't hear the music. 888-589-8840, give us a call.
0: Words are powerful. They can be used like a weapon to tear down and hurt others, but the right words, spoken at the right time, can build someone up and bring hope. Every word Jesus spoke was absolutely perfect, So perfect, in fact, the Bible tells us they will never pass away. Dr. Ray Rooney reminds us of the perfection and power of the words of Jesus in his article, With a Word. Read it and more at afa.net slash the stand. afa.net slash the stand.
1: Are you in need of hope, encouragement, and the love of God? I'm Pastor Salem. I'd like to invite you to join us for the Christian Worship Hour. For decades, I've been teaching the Word of God so that people everywhere can experience the love and power of a personal relationship with our Lord. Tune into this station this weekend and prepare to be blessed and encouraged by another life-changing message.
0: Learn more about our program at ChristianWorshipHour.com.
3: Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go toward the south, to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert place. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. At the height of a Holy Spirit outpouring in Samaria, where the gospel was being preached with great power and droves of people were converting to follow Christ, the Lord instructed Philip to leave Samaria and head south to Gaza. Philip didn't know a divine appointment awaited him. Through his ministry to the Ethiopian eunuch, the gospel would spread to Africa. He left the crowd to serve one. I call this step-down faith. It's easy to step up for the attention and applause of the masses. But do we have step-down faith?
0: Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. Historic flooding has hit Lake Charles, Louisiana, and Eight Days of Hope needs volunteers to help those in the path of
3: destruction. Here's Eight Days of Hope president, Steve Tiber. We're looking for people who just wanna serve others. You know, you don't have to be super gifted. Every disaster gives an opportunity for a believer to share a glimpse of Jesus Christ. On a moment's notice, your life can change, and you don't know what to do, and all of a sudden you get a knock on your door, and there's a dozen volunteers that have come from all over the country, and homeowners usually, they just start to weep. They're so blown away that volunteers, they don't even know, would come to their house to help them. That's the hands and feet of Jesus Christ.
0: Volunteers must be 18 or older. Food and lodging are provided. The primary work is removing debris, mucking out homes, and assisting families with whatever they need. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Visit 8daysofhope.com to volunteer
4: you're listening to American Family Radio, here's a thought from Scripture. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go.
0: Welcome back to Exploring the Word on American Family Radio.
2: We believe in the Holy Spirit.
0: Welcome back to Exploring the Word on American Family Radio. Jim Stanley alongside Brother Bert Harper. It's my privilege to sit in for Dr. Alex McFarland today. 888-589-8840. 589 8840 And Brother Bert told me I needed to go to this caller first. This caller is also the first in line. However, the note that's there says he wants to encourage Jim. So let's
1: we're I can't gonna talk, wait to
0: hear it, man. We're gonna talk to Bobby calling from Texas. Bobby, welcome to Exploring the Word.
2: Thank you, Brother Bert and Brother Jim. I'm a faithful listener. It's uh it's an encouragement to be able to encourage you because Brother Bert said that uh said that you was gonna be a pinch hitter when you come in. Right. Well,
3: brother Burt, You're wrong. He is not our pinch hitter. He is our cleanup man.
0: Wow. There you go. There you go. Bobby, I'll take
1: that. Thank you. Amen, Bobby. I I agree. Pinch hitters, better than a substitute or, you know, some pinch hitters, some come in and do the work, but clean up hitter there you go Woo. man i'll even take designated hitter you know i'm not proud yeah. so
0: it's it's all good bobby and, i, and I really go, appreciate that that
1: goes good because jim's a big baseball fan yeah. <laughs> and uh so that that is great jim's bobby, a big thank anything you, man. fan brother yeah amen all right
0: larry calling from louisiana let's try that again larry welcome to exploring i think it's iowa iowa yeah you know how you were talking about moving the Bible back and you forth? You're going to have to move the screen. Maybe I need to move the screen back and forth. Either, either way, Larry, welcome aboard.
4: Yes, thanks
0: for taking my call.
4: Yesterday I was listening, and uh, 16 verse 17 uh, is one of my favorite ones. And whenever I look for a new Bible, I go to that because the girl was saying, uh, these are servants of the Most High God. They proclaim unto you the way of salvation. But some of the Bibles say, a way. And that makes a lot of difference to me. And and I think uh, I know some of the Bibles
1: say ah or the, and I think there's a big difference between the two words. There is a huge difference, Larry. Thank you for sharing that. Again, these men are the servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And it is the way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. He is not a way. He is the way. Amen. Uh, when it comes to salvation, there is no plan B. When it comes to God's plan for our life, I praise God. He's those of us that's taken detours that we shouldn't have taken. He's able to get us back on track. And so, Larry, I I thank you for that. That's a good, y'all. You know, there's some versions, and mm-hmm. Alex and I, and you, we get asked that question: What's good versions? And there are some that's better than others. We know. But there are some verses that you look at that help you to know, and this is one of them. I would agree with that, Larry. Thank you so much. All right. Larry, we appreciate it. So now we
0: get to talk to Dennis calling from Mississippi. Dennis, good afternoon.
2: Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Praise y'all. Bless y'all for your work. I was uh, discussing church with a, a co-worker this morning, and uh, we got on the subject of uh, saturday sabbath worship when you know then went to sunday and he wanted to know the reason why it was changed and and some scripture to back up the reason i was at a loss and i told him that i would research it and uh, i made a comment to him it was because jesus rose on the sunday and you know the apostles started worshiping on sunday or you know holding the
0: sabbath mm-hmm. on sunday and he said well show me that in scripture well dennis that's so a great question that's a great question, and, and that's one that we have answered before. Um, the Sabbath, you know, moved to for us to the first day of the week because of the resurrection of Christ. But the, as far as the scripture reference, uh, brother Bert, this may be one of the times
1: I we should have had Alex with us. Yeah, he can always tell us exactly. It's funny. I'll start quoting it. He can finish it and tell us where it's right. found. He's amazing. He's got amazing recall. But it is in Corinthians for sure. And I was looking at it to see if I could find some of it. But in Corinthians, Paul would write to them, Mm -hmm. and he would talk about getting the collection. And he'd say, on the first day of the week, you lay aside that money Mm -hmm. to give. The first day of the week, they were worshiping on that day. Now, what Paul would do when he would go, into them on the missionary journeys like we've talked about today. Let me see. He went to Thessalonica. He went to Berea. Guess what? They were worshiping on the Sabbath. Why? They It was a Jewish synagogue. That's right. But what happened, the church at Corinth and others, they celebrated the resurrection. Now, see, Sunday is not just worshiping God for who he is. It is also worshiping God for what he has Done. Amen. And yes, there's two big things that he's done creation, redemption. Creation has more the idea of worshiping on the Sabbath, resting on the Sabbath. Look what God has done. That scripture, thanks for Devin. 1 Corinthians 16 2, first day of the week. They were gathered together. 1 right. Corinthians 16 2, Dennis. But in in redemption, Jim, they're celebrating the resurrection. Now for those that
0: continue to keep the Sabbath want to want to try and be clear we're not mad at him no they can go ahead and We do don't it. lose fellowship over that no because the day that you choose to worship Christ, the main thing is that you've chosen to worship Christ and so we don't want to take we don't want to take our eyes away from that especially with regard to what you said, not only who he is but for what he has done and one of the greatest things he did, he gave us gave us his son. He allowed him to live as a human. I apologize, but my, um, my family is on automatic, you know, pass through, <laughs> and evidently they've decided to blow my phone up. It is on silent, but it still has that little little oh, sound. My apology. It evidently was not on silent. That was Uh-oh. birthday Dave giving us sixteen one. 1 Corinthians sixteen. Okay, one. there you go. And Thank two. you, Birthday he, he Dave. He cuts you some slack. If you
1: don't know who Birthday Dave is, he is a friend of AFR that's blessed us so many times. Right, dear and Sheraton. When I told him my birthday, and I was born, he said, "You were born on Resur." Talking about and this and right. this fits in. Right. You were born on Resurrection Sunday. Amen. And that's exactly right. I, I was born in fifty two and anybody can add and figure out how old I am now, but I was born in 52, <laughs> and on that year, Easter was on my birthday, and it I haven't celebrated my birthday on Easter since.
0: Wow. Uh, but All birthday
1: right. Dave told me when I would do it again. So anyway, but All let's right. get back to the resurrection. This is important. It is. And we don't condemn those. No. Go ahead. But don't hold those that do worship on Sabbath. That's not any more... They shouldn't hold us to worshiping right. on the first that's day of right. the week. Uh, yes, but the, the creation and redemption are t- God's two Amen. great acts. That's right. Creation. That's where the Sabbath came from. Rest and look what I have done. Look what I've done. The resurrection looks at Jesus Christ on the first day of the week. He arose. Amen. That's, uh, that's why. And, again, Amen there's no place where the word of god says do that. Right. That early church did that to celebrate. What does that mean? I think it means you have you worship him. Worship right. him. Amen. And uh, that's a, and that's the main thing. Dennis thanks again for the
0: call Triple eight five eight nine eighty eight forty. We're going to talk to Carol now calling from Texas. Carol, good afternoon. Welcome to Exploring Hello. the Word. Hi.
4: Hello.
1: Go ahead, Carol. You're on.
4: Oh, hello. Uh, The the comment I have is uh, some time ago, one of the uh, uh, pastors that gave these little sermonettes, which I'd love to hear. I listen to you all the time. I'm just, uh, anyway, he Started, he said he was going to start the, a new thing, and that was us learning a Bible verse at each month. So he gave us. Uh, he says, "I'll give you an easy one." He said, um, "Let's learn uh, John 11:35. Jesus wept."
0: <laughs> right. And
4: John 11:35 is Jesus wept. So, ever since then, I've memorized that and memorized the location anyway. It was just a suggestion that it would be nice to have each uh, pastor do a little uh, memorization of the Bible verse for us so we learn some important uh, verses in the Bible.
0: All right, Carol. Thanks. It's always good. You know, we refer to the Bible as living bread, and we talk about the fact that man can't live by physical bread alone. So, Bert, I agree it is important to memorize
1: Scripture. It is. You memorize it, and then you meditate on it.
0: And then if we memorize it, we would remember that it was First Corinthians that we yeah. need. Hey, listen. <laughs> I'm guilty there, too. Yeah. Cynthia from North Carolina, welcome to Exploring the Word.
3: Hello.
1: Yes, go right ahead, Cynthia.
3: I wanted to uh, comment on the, the response about the, uh, the Sabbath day
0: Okay. that
3: you guys were just talking about. So my understanding is in the Old Testament was when God spoke to his people about the, the Sabbath day, that that was a day that was to be held forever. W- and he didn't say that it changed, and that would be a way of him uh, knowing who his people was, was would, would be from those people who kept the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day being the seventh day of the week. So, if he said that they were to keep it for eternity, then how is it that that would change? Where in the Bible did he say that it changed?
1: Okay, thank you. Thank you. So, let me share this with you. Jesus is the real Sabbath. In other words, Jesus is the Sabbath. He completed the Sabbath, and he is the Sabbath for eternity. And again, the early church, they saw that, and they celebrated the resurrection. Uh, the Sabbath has the idea of rest. That's the main thing. It's not rest just to do nothing, but it's the rest of God where we enter in and we worship him. So, Cynthia, again, it's, it's, Jim has said it. It's not one of those things that you fuss over. Fight over. Mm-hmm. I respect those that still doing the Sabbath. Do, just don't and, bring in the rest of the legalism, right? Of of you know the, well, the and law. The,
0: and the thing is, we we're not saying that we have repositioned the Sabbath day, because if that were the, and we've even said we worship on the first day of the week, right? You know, uh, the Sabbath day is still and always going to be the seventh day of the week, but for us as as Christ followers. We choose to worship on resurrection, on the resurrection Sunday, if you will. Again, Cynthia, thank you for the call. Not we we don't really want to get into a debate over that, and we're not trying to cause uh, hey, we, hard feelings exactly. either way. Uh, but you know, the day that we choose to worship Christ on, the day that we choose to observe for worship, is not one of the make it or break it,
2: it things of our,
0: of our scripture. Better not be. Uh, it's one of those things that for us as believers, we know that the most important thing was the fact that it's Jesus. If you add Jesus and anything, then you move out into to some heretical thought and and so Jesus is the main thing for us. Mary calling from no I'm sorry, Julian from West Virginia, welcome to Exploring the Word.
4: Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Grand um, grandnephew asked the question that I couldn't answer. I told him I'd get back to him after I'd
1: talk to the expert. Um, <laughs> well, good luck. <laughs> Devin, are you ready? Yes. Yeah, go ahead, Julian. David
3: said that God knit his bones in his mother's womb. And uh, my grandnephew said, yes. does God knit everybody's bones in the womb or just David? And if he does knit everybody's bones in the womb, how do we account for all the premature births that happen? Does okay. God just get tired of his knitting.
0: No, Julian. I, I'm going to answer for Jim Stanley. No. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have. I mean, because then we look at the birth defects, we look at premature births, we look at all of these different things, and we don't. I don't understand how that happens. I know that God is sovereign. And I believe that he does have a plan for us. But, Bert, I I don't have an answer for that question.
1: The word knit has the idea of Mm connecting. So what happens, our bodies are all connected. Have you noticed what knitting does? It weaves in and out, and it connects things. Mm -hmm. God has connected. Uh, You remember the dry bones in Ezekiel? Right. Isn't it? Can these dry bones live again? Well, guess what happens when dry bones live again? They come back together. So what it is, God puts us together. I think it has a lot to do with the DNA, Julian. Mm -hmm. When you look at the DNA ladder and you see how it looks, it looks like knit together. So God starts with that DNA, and then he puts it all together, putting our bones together, putting the muscles and the sinews together, and it's knit. It's not haphazard. Julian, this is what it happens. Now, why does uh, you know you know miscarriages happen in early? Well, I I can't answer that. We just know it does, and I can answer it this way: we live in a fallen world, right? And because of that fallen world, you have death, and death can occur even in the womb.
0: All right, Julian. Thanks for the call this afternoon. That's going to be it. We don't have time for any more calls. Uh, we, we do appreciate your calling this afternoon.
1: and Jim, uh, I just want to say thank you for being a cleanup hitter today.
0: That's right. I'm Bobby, I am Glad I could help.
1: Well, brother, <laughs> and so we'll get you back on again. Alex and I, we've been here a lot lately, hadn't missed it Sure brother. have. So it's good to have you on today. Even I miss Alex, good to have you, brother. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, folks, stick around. More broadcasting straight ahead,
0: including Washington Watch, next on American Family Radio.